Hello, everybody. Welcome back to 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Max, and I am here with Connor Coombs, a math teacher who grew up in Camas, Washington, and now teaches at Mercer Island High School. He graduated from Gonzaga University with a Bachelor's of Business Administration degree and a finance concentration. Once he decided he wanted to become a teacher, he attended Seattle Pacific University, where he received his master's in teaching. How are you doing today, Mr. Coombs? You know, I'm good. It's the, it's the day before Thanksgiving. Just trying to wrap up, wrap up this little short week here, try to keep students engaged. Um, but glad to be back with an old student. So doing good. Yeah, it's good to see you. How did growing up in the relatively small town of Camas translate to the bigger city life of Seattle when you first moved here? Um, so yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah, so I grew up in Camas, um, very similar to Mercer Island, um, smaller community, one high school, kind of everybody knows everybody. It's kind of interesting uh, moving up to Seattle after school with like not the small community. Um, there's like neighborhoods and stuff, but it's kind of different. You're more like that little little fish in a big pond up in Seattle. Um, but it's kind of nice because you kind of get to like re remake your own identity, meet new people. You're not stuck in this like past version of yourself at like at a, in a smaller town. Yeah, that's definitely a good way of looking at it. I think that growing up on Mercer Island, I'm more likely to want to move to maybe a bigger city like Seattle or something like that when I'm older, just to experience something different. Like you said, kind of make your own path because you don't want to just do the same thing. So how many years have you been teaching? Um, so this would be my one to fourth year in education. Yeah. And they've all been in math. Um, yeah, so they're, yeah, they've all been in math. I did, I was in the Issaquah School District for a year, the Bellevue School District for a year, and then this is my second year at Mercer Island. And how has your background in sports management proven to be helpful in those years of teaching? So the, so the sport management, so a little background. Um, when I first got to Gonzaga, I wanted to do sport management, and then I switched to business. And I'll say the business aspect has been way more helpful in like the teaching and teaching because it allows me to make those outside of the classroom connections for students, like, you know, how to relate math to like business concepts or how to relate math to something that I've seen um, in like my previous career. Hopefully sport management comes into play down the line. Um, I really was hoping to try to get into coaching either this year or next year, but with COVID coaching opportunities aren't that abundant. Um, so hopefully that sport management and, uh, comes into play with like when I start coaching, but right now it's more the business in the classroom that's really helpful. What sport would you be looking to coach? Um, so I grew up playing my two main sports in high school were baseball and golf. So those are the two that I like have the most experience with. Um, I know my way around a basketball court. I know my way around a football field, but it would either be a, it would either be baseball or golf would be my top two. How have you adapted to teaching online and how much did second semester of last year served as kind of a test run to see how this year would go? Oh, good question. Um, it's been, it's been tough. I mean, it's been tough on everybody. It's been tough on the teachers, the students, parents. Um, I won't say that anybody's had it worse or easier than anybody else, but um, yeah, being able to like have to adapt lessons, um, cut down on lessons, um, rewrite tests, um, it's been it's been a struggle, but I think it's been beneficial. I think it's really allowed a lot of teachers and also a lot of students to try new things um, just because we have to. We have to find a new software. We have to utilize different teaching techniques. Students have to maybe like, I don't know, Max, maybe you can speak to this a little bit more, but 
you know, time management is more on your plate than it is on your, your teacher's plate. Like you really have to take control of your own education to an extent. Um, so it's been a challenge, but I think once this is over, a lot of good will come from it. And then what was the second part of the question? How much did the second semester of last year kind of right. served as just a test run? Um, yeah. So the second semester last year was a little bit different, you know, cause we didn't really know how long it was going to be. I think a lot of people viewed it as temporary um, in quotes and it turned out not to be. So I feel like there was, there was some good stuff that we learned last year in second semester, like how to do this, but starting this year was totally different. Cause at least last year when we went online second semester, you know, you, you knew who your teachers were, you had that relationship with the teacher, teachers had relationships with the students. We kind of knew like how everybody would behave in class. But this year when we don't really have that relationship with our students, that's a totally different ball game. So at least the software part was like a nice test run last year, but it's been, yeah, it's been much different in a sense as well. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't think about how much different your life is going to be um, until that change actually comes into effect. Like you wouldn't have to think of all these little things that you have to do until like COVID comes in and now yeah. online learning and that's opened up a ton of new doors. Like I know that New York has permanently canceled like snow days because oh, wow. they feel that they're equipped now with this uh, online learning that they can just do online learning during like a snow day or something like that. Hmm. And yeah, like you're saying with teachers this year, it's definitely weird. It's weirder for them because they have to go teach all these kids and it's basically a ton of tiles. Like they have to try pretty hard to get their, all their kids to show their faces on camera. And a lot of the time, like in my classes, it's majority, probably like five people. So yeah. That's a lot. That, that, that's a good number. Like I say, if, if six out of 30 kids, I'm happy. Six out of 30 yeah. cameras on, I'm happy. Um, do either the pros or the cons of teaching online heavily outweigh the other? Because I know that teachers and students do miss like seeing each other and the social aspect of it but some teachers have taken a liking to teaching from the comfort of their own home and not having to commute back and forth to work so what's your opinion on that yeah so yes yeah so the cons definitely outweigh the pros in my opinion I would love to go back um, as soon as possible but only when it's safe because you know those things of like being able to see all my students faces being able to interact with them um, build those relationships be able to help them through their math, whether it's algebra two, geometry, algebra one, being able to have those like light bulb moments with those kids, where, like the light bulb goes off and like, oh, I get this now. Like we just don't get that very much over Zoom. Um, yeah, working from home and not having to commute is nice, but I, I, I would trade it back in in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I think students are on the same lines of we really want to go back, but we definitely understand that we can't until it's safe and Cases have been just getting bigger and bigger on the amount per day. And yeah, I don't know. what. When do you predict that we're going to go back to school? Because um, I know it's really hard, like, to, you can't know for sure, but we can make predictions. So what, when do you think yeah. we'll go back? Well, that's a, that's a, that's a loaded question, Max, because I've been, I've been notoriously too optimistic throughout this Um I remember last year in March when COVID was starting to spread to the United States and then to Washington. And 
remember I was having a conversation with my six period class and I distinctly remember saying the words COVID will not be that big of a deal. Um, I was wrong. So I don't think I'm an expert on this in any means. Um, Hopefully with the vaccine news, that means that we'll return this year, but April, May earliest, like that would be my best guess. But yeah, I I, some of my colleagues don't think we're going to go back at all this year. I think that would be very unfortunate. I would like to at least be able to go back, even if it's in June, just for like two weeks. Um, yeah, that I mean, just to see, like, yeah. you haven't been in school for so long, it would be, it would feel really weird. But there are also a ton of things that I didn't even think about until recently. Um, but it, I don't know how we would get that many people actually physically in school and fill out these requirements of like, we have to stay distanced and all that. Like, I don't know how it would work because we only have a certain amount of space in each classroom and in the lunchroom and stuff like that. So that's just some yeah. of the things that I thought about. Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, logistically, I don't know how it would work. Yeah. What would be your message to the senior class this year, taking the consideration like college applications, a lot of people are finished, a lot of people are still working, and a lot of people are kind of just waiting to hear back, um, and then also COVID. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I wish I had something prepared. Um, if we can come back to that later, if you want. To I think, think the well, no, we can go off the cuff. Um, I think the biggest the biggest thing, and I'm trying to remember back to my senior year of high school, was um, everything was so stressful, and it's stressful for a reason because because like I, I don't want to downplay the decision of the decision you make after high school, whatever you decide to do, junior college, four-year college, trade, gap year, go work for whatever. Um, it's a big decision no matter what you do. And so I understand that it's daunting, but typically in my experience and from my past students and like my friends, it'll all work out. Um, I understand that it's stressful and you want to make the right decision, but you've got a lot of time, you've got a lot of time left in your life to work that out. Um, so although it might be kind of stressful right now, it's going to be okay. Things will work itself out. It always will. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's good. Uh, kind of keeping it just short and sweet. Um, Cause yeah, like with online, some people are, some people think I like from my friends, I've heard that it's really hard on some people because they need that in person, that visual learning. And some people it's been really easy. And I don't really know where I, I think I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm kind of just cruising along with uh, yeah. just going with the flow. Um, yeah. Uh, has being in lockdown and having these stricter guidelines led you to pick up any new activities that you may not have tried otherwise? That's a good question. Um, I think it's really allowed me to realize what I want to spend my time on Um, just because without restrictions, I was be in the building from, I don't know, let's say until four, four 30 on a day-to-day basis. And then I get home at five, five 30, have enough time to make dinner um, socialize with a friend or two. And then that was it. So it's really allowed me to be like, if I had unlimited free time, what's important to me. Um, so I really got into running over the summer. I ran a half marathon over the summer. Oh, congrats. That's thank you. Do. 
Yeah. So that was, yeah. So that was something I was able to do. Wasn't really anything that I like, it was never something that I was like, I want to run a half marathon in my life. It was just like a, I'm bored. I need to stay in shape. Like might as well just start running. Yeah. Um, and then I played a lot of golf over the summer. Cause I was like the one outdoor activity you could do. Um, yeah. I was going to ask. So courses stayed open. Um, yeah, they were closed for a little bit at the beginning of like lockdown, but they reopened back up with some good safety measures. So I played a lot of golf over the summer. Yeah, that's pretty, that was pretty much it. Just running and golf. So where did that passion for golf come from? Is that something that you, cause I, if I'm not mistaken, I think you played in high school and yeah. you might've played in college or you might not have played in college. Um, but where did you acquire that passion? Yeah. So my dad is actually a really big golfer. My dad is, my dad's currently the head professional at a semi-private country club down here in Washougal, Washington. Um, so he's been a big fan of the game from before I was born. Um, my grandfather was, or is still really into golf. He played, so it's kind of like a family game. Um, I really started playing competitively. I think, well, the first time I grabbed a golf club, according to my family, was I was three years old. So it's been a while. Um, but I think I really started caring about golf when I was like 13, 14, right when I started to get into high school. And then I was lucky because my dad worked at a golf course. So I had access to, to some cheaper golf. Um, and then I was able to play for a year in college. So pretty much done for my dad. And um, yeah. Yeah, nice. I've never been super into golf I know that my dad he loves to play like he, he just thinks that it's something relaxing like you just go out on the course and I, I can't even remember if I, like I don't even know if I've ever played a full game but I know that I love to just go to the driving range and just get a bucket and just absolutely smack yeah. some balls. and yeah like over over COVID you definitely you have to find things to do with all that extra time because it kind of just drives you insane. Like you have the same exact day and then that just turns into the same exact week and you just got to do something to break that pattern. Like I started just going playing basketball a little bit and then um, like hitting a punching bag and just doing anything I could to mix up my routine. And then you also said that you enjoy cooking. Is that something that you picked up recently or that you've always been into? No, I mean, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I kind of threw that in there just cause that was something that I've just been with less social like gatherings and impacts. I've just had more time to like actually cook meals for myself. Mm-hmm. Like big at like meal prepping and just making like a basic meal that I would just eat throughout the week. Um, but I've just always like been a little self-sufficient in the kitchen. Um, credit to my parents. They made me cook meals when I was in high school. They would have like one night a week where like I was in charge of dinner. So I had to like go to the grocery store, get all the food, cook it. So like credit to them. Um, but it's just something that I just feel like if I can do it, I can. Um, everybody, you know, money's different for everybody. But for me, I'd rather spend my money on golf than Uber Eats or like, yeah. Do you have anything on your mind that you want to talk about? As a teacher at Mercer Island High School, any students, if you're listening to this, if you ever want to make your teacher's day, just turn your camera on. That's all that we want. Um, I understand that it can be a little bit anxiety inducing turning on your camera, but just like at five minutes at the beginning of class, that's all we ask for. Um, I understand that sometimes that's not always possible, 
But if you ever want to make your teacher's day, that's all you have to do. Um, but again, hang in there. We're all, we're all going through this together. Um, your teachers are trying. We know you're trying. Um, your parents are trying. Your admin's trying. We're getting close. Um, so just hang in there. Um, and yeah, go Islanders. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. That's going to wrap it up. And thank you all for listening.